everyone's favorite autodidactic iconoclast, Drew Marshall. Music in a while. Dancer and flipper around. And isn't that what your dad used to do? My dad was a square dance call. Calling. Yeah, but he didn't say take your dancer and flipper around. Well, I guess you know what it is. I'm too, you know, culturally sensitive now, and I didn't want to be sexist and suggest that you could be dancing with same sex. So no, yeah, dancer. Take your person. Yes. <laughs> Take your friend, be the male or female. <laughs> Meanwhile, back on the farm with Grant Marshall, that's my dad. You know, we're losing a generation, a generation of respect, integrity, and honor. A generation who are not afraid of hard work and sacrifice, and my dad is that generation. Growing up on the farm taught him more about life than Google. So many, many, many people, I think, need to tune in and, and maybe listen to the one and only Grant Marshall. Sir, how are you now? Good afternoon, Drew. I'm fine. How are you? Just fine and dandy. Think we're the getting a little snow here this afternoon. <laughs> right into the weather. I knew yeah, we were going to do that. <laughs> There's a few flakes for the very first time. Well, we've had a few flakes in this studio for a while. <laughs> Grant Marshall, growing up on the farm. Well, I feel like we've got to reintroduce you because it's been a while since we've had you uh, you on doing well, uh, doing this segment. Last time you were on, we were talking about uh, the funeral business that you that you uh, you owned for many many years. That's right. Well, I think it's going to be about Christmas now, isn't it? It is going to be about Christmas on the farm, because Christmas at the funeral home, let me just start with that. (laughs) Christmas at the funeral home. You were always working, Dad. There was something always went down at Christmas, right? There were always uh, people dying at Christmas. Yes, we always, of course, we, your mom and I lived over the funeral home, so we were on call pretty well all the time. And the staff, they had families, so they got to be with the family, and and we stayed home. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was nice of you to let the staff go. For well. so, Sounds like we're living in a palatial mansion. <laughs> let the staff go for Christmas. <laughs> well, so, there were only two. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Yeah. The butler and the cook. No, just kidding. Okay, so back on the farm, Dad. Earliest Christmas memory of life on the farm. I mean, you. this was back in the 1930s. 1940s. 1940s and 50s. Basically the 40s. Well, the Christmas uh, was always very, very meaningful for us. My mom and dad and my two sisters. Uh, Christmas was a good time, but the Christmas story wouldn't be complete without dad going and to the bush and, and getting the Christmas tree. And he didn't just go to Canadian Tire and pick one up. Oh, no. On our farm, we had two bushes, and there was a 10-acre field in between, and it was a fair little step to go out to the bush. Well, this particular Christmas, and I can remember it well, he brought home, uh, you might call it a Charlie Brown tree. Uh Uh-oh. It was terrible. (laughs) Mother would not stand for this tree, and she said so. Now, Mother didn't say too much sometimes, but this tree was not to be had. Not good enough. Not good enough. So, uh, Wally, you better get back out to the (laughs) bush. And he was not happy. No. I I mean, I'm a kid hovering around the kitchen. (laughs) And you remember this little bit of a spat. Well, I sure do. And nothing would do, but he had to go back to and this and through the snow, of course. I mean, this is not a good. Anyway, I think he found it was a hardwood bush, so the trees were evergreen trees were hard to come by. But I think he may have got he took the top 
off uh, an evergreen tree, uh, a spruce probably, and trailed him. It was a much better tree. Yeah, but he had to chop down a 40-foot tree and take off the top six feet. Well, maybe not quite that, but something similar. So would he walk out to the bush, or would he take oh. the, the, the sled? Oh, or no, he walked and uh, over the fields of snow, as, <laughs> as, the, as the song goes. Yes. Anyway, uh, it was decorated. We did have lights near the end, but I, I know that uh, tinsel was a major part of decorating a tree. Yeah. And guess what, Drew? Uh, we had to save the tinsel for next year. Oh, is that where that came from? Okay, listen. Growing up with you and Mom, yes, we had to do the same stinking thing, and well, I just uh, thought that was ludicrous. No, no, uh, tinsel was tinsel, and it had you couldn't throw it on. I mean, that single uh, little shreds that they were uh, to decorate the tree, and of course afterwards we they all had to be taken off and put away for next year. Isn't that funny? Because I, Tim, can you imagine me there no. oh. decorating? Okay, time to decorate the tree. I can okay. imagine myself one little strand at a time. Like just throw the stuff on, man. Exactly. And then, um, and then at the end, all right, come on. We need to collect the tinsel. Why? Just throw yeah. it in the garbage. No, we're using it again next year. You got to be yeah. kidding me. No. In case no, we're attacked no. by the Russians and we got to scramble their radar. <laughs> yes. So now, what what other kind of decorations would you use, Dad? Well, we had the ornamental bowls that I we should have saved a few because I'm sure they're uh, ornate or they're worth something now. Uh, we would have maybe a dozen packed away. Uh, lights towards the end, of course, in the beginning, the, the tree was just the tree. We but, had no, but you'd no never light. use candles on the tree. Oh, like, no, 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 no. You were farmers. Oh, you weren't idiots. Then my <laughs> sisters, Elner and Ann, would string popcorn. Right. Popcorn would be strung. Um, would you ever have cranberries in between? Um, or is that for the rich folks? No, I don't think so. No, no, yeah. no that wouldn't be. But popcorn would be uh, wrapped around the back and forth and around. And and it was like a garland. And it was it was quite effective. Quite effective. I remember mom making us do that as well. Because here's my traumatic memory. In order to string the popcorn, what's that, what's got to be attached to the string, Tim? Oh, uh, a needle. A big, stinking needle, which I skewered myself many times with. And I couldn't, I wanted to take three or four handfuls of popcorn for every one I'd put on the string. Oh, you'd eat through the popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. You'd soon run out of popcorn. (laughs) We did. (laughs) And uh, did, uh, were there other decorations around the house? Like, I just, I'm trying to imagine what decorations would be like back in the 40s. And we're talking about tinsel. We're talking about uh, stringed popcorn. What did you have on top of the tree? And what else did you have around the house? Well, we always had a star. There was a star on top of the tree. Um, and we had, I don't know if you remember, Drew, we had a, a small little lit church. Well, the plastic, the white plastic one. That's right. You remember that. Yeah, right? but I want to know where it is because Karen I says had... she doesn't have it, and I don't have it. No, but you remember that. That's my biggest Christmas memory. <laughs> well, true enough. And it would plug into the wall, and uh, there was a little uh, light in it, and it, it was kind of nice sitting on the uh, on the side table. That's the only church I've ever really liked. Well, <laughs> it, uh, it was quite the symbolic, and it got, it, every year it came out. Yeah. And did you, what about food? Because, you know, you farmers, you guys knew how to eat. Well, we did, but turkey, of course, was uh, not, uh, too expensive. No. no. No one in our farm community had a turkey. No. So and it was too far had, to go down to Honest Ed's. Yes, well, he was for somebody else. Yeah. 
So uh, my mother would commandeer the neighbor who uh, raised geese, and uh, we would have a goose for turkey. Uh, very nice. They're all. It's all dark meat, of course, but uh, she had a roasting pan that she'd used for years and years. One of those porcelain. No, uh, what are they? Um, I know what the, you mean. Um, they, uh, they're white and they have a little red trim to them. Yeah, yeah, Enamel, yeah. I guess. Yes, that's right. Yep. And they, and they, it was scarred and scuffed, but in would go the goose and. Uh, and then, so the neighbor would have live geese throughout the year, and then around Christmas, you'd uh, you'd kill them. Yep, we'd chop the head off. She she would pluck the. Uh, they were dressed, and we'd go over. They were dressed. Her, her, her name was Mrs. Buchanan, and uh, not related to the fiddle players. Ah, uh, yes, they were. They were all the same. They were related to uh, Fred and Tom. Folks, you got to look up Fred Buchanan on the old internet there in the Google. And that, that's my I'll middle name. You. Your middle name is Buchanan. I'm Buchanan. Excuse yes. me. This is about my family, Tim. Sorry, it, yeah. Do you mind? Thank you. Um, <laughs> so you'd kill the goose. Uh, you'd um, you'd uh, cook them. Oh yeah. What else would you have? You got to have pies. Oh yeah. Pies? Well, uh, mother would likely make mincemeat. She Ugh. would probably have her own mincemeat recipe. What, and, what's and, in mincemeat, Dad? Well, there's lots of spices, and there might even be some meat. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, raisins are, are the main ingredients. Yuck. And no mincemeat was a part of And I think pumpkin pie with lots of whipped cream. And uh, uh, and then we cannot forget, Drew, yes. uh, Christmas pudding. No. Christmas pudding. Was it like, was it like figgy make. pudding? What's that? Was it like figgy pudding? No, well, yeah, it could be. You had a Christmas pudding. It would, uh, had raisins and spices and all the... And, and, of course, Dad and I, we loved the sauce. Now, you said, what preach, I just heard brother, you say preach. is that you and your dad, every Christmas, would get into the sauce. <laughs> Did I just hear that? That's right. Uh, but pudding sauce. Oh, okay. All done up. And then, was there a little extra? Yeah, I think uh, there never was enough, you know, we'd... Pour on a little more sauce. Would you pour rum on it and light it? I know that's no, what we used to no, do. Our no, house. no, no. Listen, not much drinking in your family, right? No, Dad? there wasn't any drinking. Really? No, there wasn't. So when did you start drinking? <laughs> when he had oh, kids? No, I'm not saying. Yeah, when he had kids. I'm not saying you're a big drinker. I just know that. Listen, growing up with you, I knew that there was, you know, casual, you know, social drink. You know, to have company over, you have some. We never had drink at, drinks at dinner or anything like that. That's true. Right. No, no, we uh, there was no drink. My when I got to be seventeen, eighteen, or whatever, uh, we would have we'd go to dances, and my dad would say, "Well, you know, really, um, you, uh, the, the words were you have to learn how to drink, son." Right, and that would be uh, maybe a little a little uh, vo or whatever. What are they Seagrams? Oh yeah, you know, and yeah, of course there would be no ice. No. Uh, there would be no uh, 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 sodas. It was just straight. Oh, all right. Now let's... And, a, and a, a mouthful here and a mouthful there, and away <laughs> we go. <laughs> Boy, we could, we could dance, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so around Christmas, would you get together with, with neighbors or family or friends? Uh, it would usually be relatives. Uh, my, you see, my dad was one of five, and the early Christmases were part of... Uh, of having uh, relatives, my my five, uh, my four uncles and the spouses, the ten of us. But your and dad, the kids. your dad, stayed on the homestead. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, so, he was, he so, was on the farm. So would everybody come to the farm? Would everyone come to your place? Uh, they, they would take turns. Okay. Yeah, they would take turns. And one year, Uncle Clifford thought that it was going to be too much for the wives. So he decided to rent a, a little uh, restaurant in Orangeville to have this Christmas dinner. Well, we had the Christmas dinner, but it wasn't the same. No, not that's the same. The la- that's the last time we're doing that. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was nice of Uncle Clifford to decide that it was too tough on the women to make, well, to make right. dinner. Like but the, the dinner wasn't up to scratch. <laughs> <laughs> what's and, your uh, What's your favorite side uh, dish at dinner at Christmas? Uh, well, uh, you know uh, what it is. It's not complete without turnip. Turnip. <laughs> Come on, now you know that, Drew. <laughs> Dad makes turnip every year. Oh. I do, and I'll be making it this year. Too. <laughs> a bowl to it by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever find a Christmas dinner gives you a little gas, Dad? Oh, well, it depends kind of what you eat. I don't eat as much now as no. I used to. <laughs> no way. No. Well, I just have memories of the family, the the Marshall men sitting around afterwards, and it just I just realized it didn't <laughs> smell good in the room. <laughs> well, the women were upstairs cleaning up in the kitchen, and I was down with the men, and I just wanted to leave. I yeah, remember well, that. Um, Maybe the women you know, Jim, my son-in-law, he says it's all all it is is cattle feed. <laughs> he doesn't care for. He doesn't like the the produce. No, no, no. Turnip and, turnip and uh, mashed potatoes and gravy and lots of dressing. Now I want to just before we go, Dad. And again, we're on the phone with my dad, uh, Grant Marshall, and this is a little segment we've called "Meanwhile Back in the Farm," and we're talking about uh, Christmas memories growing yeah. up on the farm. Dad, I remember uh, once Grandpa moved off the the homestead, he kept another farm, or he bought another farm on Highway 10, just north of Orangeville, yep. mm-hmm. and there was a fellow there that took care of the farm. That's right. His name was Clarence. And Clarence was kind of a special guy, and it was my dad was very kind and invited Clarence to the family Christmases all the time, and that's actually one of my first memories of, of actually giving a rip about other people during Christmas, as opposed to it all being about, you know, family and ourselves and presents mm-hmm. and food and stuff. Because Clarence was missing one arm and one leg. He was on the opposite side. And he was in a bad uh, car accident. They were crossing at the railway tracks, and the train hit them. That's right, not far from where you live. And um, and so he had this farm, and then uh, somehow he met Clarence and said, all right, well, if, and there was a little shack that Clarence stayed in, and, and Clarence took care of the farm while Grandpa wasn't around. That's right, and we built a little addition to it so that he had a bedroom. Yep. And, uh, of course, the stove, and he was he was quite comfortable. And he had his own tractor uh, to, you know, toot around, and then he would, uh, he'd get a chance, he'd get a ride into Orangeville, and <laughs> he, he did fine. I gotta, I gotta share this memory, and, and uh, I hope it doesn't embarrass uh, the, the marshals here. But <laughs> Grandpa started the tradition of bringing Clarence to Christmas meals, and then it might have been the first Christmas after Grandpa died that we were at Karen's place, and I looked around, and everybody was there, but Clarence wasn't there, and I said, "Where's Clarence?" And uh, they were sort of, th- you know, Ooh, well, um, 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 you know, um, well, you know. Uh, bl- 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 we didn't bl- invite him, I guess. No. No. And I was well, so. You soon, you soon rectified that. I was so angry. Yeah. I got in, I left, got in the car, drove to Orangeville, picked him up and brought him back. That's right. <laughs> nice. And he was sitting there waiting. Yeah, really? I don't know if I ever shared that with you, Dad, but he was he was dolled up and and sitting there waiting to be picked was up. He really, yeah, no, and uh, I re- I remember that story quite well, and it uh, kind of haunts me still. Yeah, I'm sorry uh, to bring that he, up. Uh, he, <laughs> Merry he, Christmas, he, Dad. He, he passed away, and uh, we don't have and to bring him anymore. Been sold and all that. Yeah, stuff. but it, it is a memory for sure. 
Well, Dad, uh, we will see you Christmas night. Yes. And uh, Merry Christmas to to all. But listen, I want to say I love you. I oh, want to thank you for, for some great Christmas memories. I want to apologize for being the cause of some horrible Christmas memories. And uh, and I, I'm i just glad that you're in my life. Thank you. Oh, well, and, and you're a good son. You really are. We, thank you for including me in these little segments. And uh, it's it's kind of nice to reminisce and tell somebody and, and tell who, the listeners as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, Dad, uh, thank you again. Uh, Grant Marshall and the Drew Marshall Show, meanwhile, back on the farm. Sir, have a good afternoon. Yes, thank you, Drew. We'll talk Bye. again. Bye-bye. <laughs>